course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility, with space for the unexpected and the freedom of a summer day, all coming together for you at the perfect moment. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus utility vehicles now until September 3rd. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What up, what up, what's going on? This is uh, Romy Mac. Welcome to Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything and give our two cents as we do uh, each and every time we take the uh, the mic. Um, you know, another interesting week, interesting topics that we're going to talk about. Uh, what happened this week? Um, saw a thing about a soccer team. Uh, well, it was this morning I saw about a soccer team in uh, Thailand or Th- yeah Thailand that was uh, stuck in a hole. Uh, 12, 12 kids and their uh, and their twenty five year old coach. I don't know what I don't know what the hell um, being in a hole has to do with playing soccer, but you know that's beyond me. Uh, a couple things we get into a little bit deeper. You know what's the reason some people step out on the mate and trauma you face. You know what I'm saying from uh, from growing up, but uh, of course. Uh, when I do when I do this thing, you know, I'm never I don't come I don't come alone. So, um, Sugar Booger and uh, Karoon Bay, um, you know, of course they're on the show. So, my team, what's up? What's going on, family? Yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, you know, that soccer story it was uh that I was telling you guys about earlier. You know, they were stuck in like a hole for ten days, living off of rainwater. I didn't. I didn't know that rainwater had like enough power to keep you going for 10 days. So they found them and now they're on the verge of um, like, you know, they're giving them food and still trying to get them out the hole. But I just thought it was wild that they were able to do so. You know? Yeah, I saw on a, I just read on a thing that said that they was doing it for um, possibly that's just a rumor of an or initiation they went there or something. I don't know. It's Thailand, man. It's some crazy shit there. Yeah, I would have to agree. And um, that this is one of the things that's wild in uh, in Thailand, man. This is this is insane to me. Oh, wait, I, I wouldn't feel. I just I just wouldn't feel safe with with my baby. Um, and, and and you know with the, with this coach, why why are you guys stuck in the hole? So then it's also been unsuccessful to get them out in the Thai Navy and supplying them with four months worth of food and teaching them how to scuba dive due to the fact that uh, the area that they're in is accessible only by a narrow flooded channel. So they're trying to pump water out of the cave or something. And it's not uh, working out too great. Yeah, it's a little too much. It's a little too, too much. You play soccer on uh, on grass, not in a hole. So um, we have no reason down here to, not to be down here, coach. That's my um, that's my uh, feelings on on that topic, but um, yeah. Man, Thailand is a lawless place. If, if those some of them kids' parents, they might buy the grace if they ever pass away. They pass probably kill them and get away with. Yeah. 
I've seen people get hit with a bus in Thailand and people just drive off. Well, that... No, man. What? Different laws out there. Well, that doesn't sound it, nice. It seems like they don't have the right uh, uh, right to me for what it, it seems like you might not have the right tools to save them. Right. Well, um... What do you think a fucking rope? I don't know. I, I don't know. But how, well, how do we live off of water? How how do you how do you live off of water though? Or water alone? I don't know. If they said that they were taken there as part of initiation, they had some food for ten days, maybe or something. I don't know. I mean, not you won't die after not eating for two days. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. Know. I I uh just just thought just thought the story was uh I thought it was kind of wild the fact that they could um you know live off of water for ten days and water alone. No bread, no rice. No, that's not. That's not. You know, that's not a racial joke. Uh, you know, the rice thing. The fact that they're Asian, but um, no bread, no rice, and um, they just survived. I just think that's uh, that's that's quite amazing, if you ask me. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's one heck of a uh, that's one heck of a storyline. Somebody broke the news. Somebody got sweeps week with that one, for sure. Um, so what else uh, we are what we're going to talk about today? I just feel like rubbing this in to a big bro's face, but LeBron going to LA, man. We ain't going to talk about the whole. We ain't going to go into the whole thing of the of the sports aspect of it. I just thinking about the fact that Cleveland, you know, as a city, is about to go down one more time, and they um they don't have anything to show for it. And, you know, the kid the kid came out. And he was like, LeBron, let's do it. Look, you know, he got drafted. He was like, come on, man. You know, I'm ready. Let's do it. This man, man got, got hairballs in his throat. What's going on? Yeah. Um, so I was just like, man, this city just goes through. This city is so cursed. It's not even funny, man. You know, it's just, it's not. <laughs> And then, of course, I do laugh afterwards. But it's it's just amazing how cursed this city is. You know, they go through so much dealing with their, uh, you know, like with their uh, the sports teams. And of course, you know, LeBron being there put a lot of money into the city itself. So now they're gonna lose all that money. Um, but what have you? I mean, you know, when they were winning, they were rubbing it in folks' face, and now look at you. But hey, you know, LA is happy. LA's, LA's happy, you know, is going to put more money into, you know, into their seats and then more money into the city. Um, Want to know who had it for real? Go to state. Yeah, because they, um, they got the booger. Yeah, the booger's on his way. Um, but uh, we'll, save, we'll save that for the uh, for, for a locker room um, um, later. But uh, what did I want to um, tap into today? Like we said, uh, what is the, like some of the reasons, like just, um, just us, just commonly um i would say with our mindsets what's what is the reason some people step out on uh their mate that's again from folks that we may know or you know and witness you know or or even from your own experience what was the reasons why you know you would do so anybody want to take a stab i think somebody would uh step out due to i guess they just nothing was the way things are going and you know, they come across somebody else that makes them feel some type of way. So, you know, they'll, you know, not, I don't know, they, they find somebody that, you know, 
brings that spark back to them again, you know, makes them feel alive, and then they start gravitating towards that person, and, you know, end up cheating, or, you know, it could be a number of things, they're just looking for something that they can't find, you know, that it's already there, but, you know, they're having, uh, they don't want to work for it. They don't want to make the adjustments and stuff like that. So they always blame the other person, not realizing that it's themselves that is a problem. Yeah. So for elsewhere, you know. You want it. You want it ready made. You know, like everything is everything you want is. Uh, you want it to be your way, and like if as if it, you know, life works that way. You know, like for me, um, a lot of times, you know, I say I joke that I wish life were like the sims where you know i could make you do this thing or you can do that like when i want it to happen and and all that but it's a uh a relationship is work and as a relationship you know commonly with somebody who doesn't view life the way that you do or see things the way that you do because we have different paths we've seen different things so we don't necessarily look at life a very same way some might be a lot of times sometimes you might be more uh experienced than the other when it comes to uh when it comes to dating when it comes to being in relationship and other times it's just like you got a positive or or, or a negative or attitude on how um things are gonna go like you expect things to be like perfect um just initially but Okay, so also some people, you know, people change as well in relationships, and some people always assume that, you know, things should still stay the same, but you, you grow older, and, you know, things change, and some folks don't like that, they, so they want to find whatever it is that they had before, you know, trying to go back, you know, that's how everything was, they find somebody else. I know uh, I dated a dude back in the days, long, 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 long time ago. I got you, Bernie. But, Huh? I said I got you, Bernie Mac. Long time ago, long, 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 long time ago, you know. You know this dude, the dude that I was with, he happened to be married. Well, come to find out, the chick he was married to was like his second wife, and he pretty much did the same thing to his first wife that he did to the second. You know, and he couldn't explain. He could had no reason as to why he was, you know, stepping out. He just. You know, you're like, yo, you ain't even ready for, like, why would you even be in a relationship if you're, you keep stepping out continually, you know? And it was just crazy because she said the same thing, you know, like, yeah, I, I stayed with him and thought he was going to change. You know, he ain't going to mess around behind my back. Sure enough, sure shit, he went did it right behind her back, you know, or after a while, it was like more like in her face, you know, and it never stopped. It didn't stop there, you know. I, I stopped, you know, talking to him and stuff, but... You know, come to find out, you know, girls like, yeah, he's still seeing other chicks on the side and this and that. It's like the guy just had no explanation as to why he was doing it because, you know, the wife thought everything was great. He did, you know, everything was perfect. Yeah. So they didn't have problems, with, you know, and this and that. You know, he would do stuff just, just as if, you know, it was, a, you know, brand new relationship, or whatever. So she had no, no clue for a while, you know. And uh, sometimes it's people just you know habitually i don't know they just can't be with one person well hurt people tend to hurt people so it's yeah. like almost at least for um <laughs> at least from my experience it's like as long as you got you know something like in the and you know as a stamp standby you don't necessarily feel hurt when you find out that the other person might be up to no good so the thing is 
that's just having like a, a negative mindset though that uh, assuming that that individual is just as corrupted as you were when you were doing what you were doing that's the and that's really what it boils down to because you start looking at the situation from you know your of what you would have done or what you did and it's like man you know if i could have done it they anybody can do it type thing and it uh it fucks it fucks with your mind like crazy and um ultimately you just have to uh you have to be the mature one and just do what you know do do what you feel is uh do do what you feel is right now if you see something like openly that just uh seems like kind of shady or something like that might maybe mention it and or uh you know bring it to bring it to the attention and you know you handle it uh you handle it from there and try to figure out uh figure out why you know Jeff what? do you have anything to say uh yeah pimp I say that loosely. I don't mean literally. Um, I'm watching people step out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because people hate who they were when they married them or whatever. Or who they are when they met them. That's a big thing. Like, when you're in a relationship, like we say, you always get the, the what's the word of it? The, when you first meet somebody. The representative? Yeah, you get the representative. Yeah, that's basically it, the representative. And then you like, when you really see how they are, it's a whole different thing. Then you like, what in the world did I get myself into? Yeah, or you get too deep into it, you know. Like, people that step out, they get too deep into it. They can't get themselves out. And you just keep going and that's going That's the worst thing it. about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah straight up. That's I'm always looking for something in one, you know, they they always try to find something in one one when they step out. They try to find something in one relationship that wasn't in the other one. But instead of conveying like you know what it is that they're looking for with the person that they're with, they you know just just go assume that you know I'm go find it elsewhere instead of you know okay. You know um, there's this book called uh, the Five Little Languages. I don't know if you've read it, but um, it's pretty good and it talks about like uh, how. Each person has a different love language, you know, and you got to tap into that. You got to figure out what, what that person's love language is, pretty much, you know, and, and that helps. And without knowing that, I think that's how some people end up stepping out on things. They don't know. They don't know how to, you know, um, what is the word? If if that person doesn't know what your love language is, you know, you're not you're not going to be feel fulfilled. So you're going to go and find it elsewhere because they're not, you know, they're not they're not giving you what you need. Right. And so it's a really good book. Um, I forgot who it's by. You haven't even tried to read it, Jess. So what the fuck would you know? Excuse and, my language. Um, that's that's sleep deprivation, right? See how you see how you talk. See how you talk right there. That's sleep deprivation, right there. Okay. <laughs> I've had like four hours of sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why. I'm single, y'all know why. <laughs> <laughs> that is sleep deprivation. I am sorry. So. Oh gosh. So, anyways, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep at all the past couple months. So, I mean, okay, but yeah. Everybody yeah. got nine, yo. Yeah. Sure? This fool talking about. Quit talking about the game while we're doing this damn show, boy. Well, I got to cut this. I got to cut this shit out. Um, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, let me let me ask y'all, man. Um, I know for sure I've gone through some trauma growing up. Like, just to, like, just the way I was, I would say the way I was raised. Uh, nothing against my parents and the people they left me in the hands with, but um, 
you know, being di- anything different you were teased about um, coming up where I come from. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were gay, you got uh, you got teased for it. If you if you didn't learn as fast as everybody else, you got teased for it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like a lot of those things play a part into the our I would say our personalities, um, who we are. You know who we are today. And I know for me that my thing was my um my my dad you know would always talk to me very sternly and of course when you're a little kid and like you get you get like you know your your you know your parents yell at you kind of you know in a deep voice it kind of startles you a little bit so i used to be scared of shit of my father and then like he would ask me to like do something or look for something and then i wasn't able to find what he was looking for and it just like move me out of the way like move it move out of the way you don't know what you're doing and so a lot of times where um I like to do things on my own, just kind of like, I don't know, I guess it fulfills my own uh, mind that I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, for, a lot, for a long time, I would not allow anybody to do shit for me. It was always had to be, it always had to be me, you know? Um, same same with my mom, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I would say growing, growing up, uh, the trauma I dealt with uh, growing up as far as like dealing with my mom, my mom would always hold over my head how much money uh me or my (laughs) or my brother oh she might have been joking but like for at least for me uh having a job at the time and you know having somewhat pay insurance on a car and stuff like that and just having the old money i would always be uh you know i I would never want anybody to do shit for me because i would always get reminded of something that was done for me you know what i'm saying so that that plays um you know, a factor in my in my personality. For a long time, I wouldn't allow people to do shit for me because they would constantly like to remind you of what they've done. You know, and um, that's just uh, I would say that's that's a form of trauma that uh, I've I would say I faced uh, growing up and uh, being uh, yeah really being teased. You know, just a real real sensitive a real sensitive cat. I won't even, won't even lie to you. Um, one it was one sleepover. Where they just kept ragging on the fact of my ears and and like my head <laughs> my head size and um, yeah it's just like I, w- I vowed from that day I would always have to be quick with it so that I'm never put in that position again because I was I just felt like to- totally uh, you know um, I, I was uh, outnumbered outmanned and it was just an uncomfortable feeling you know and I would say the trauma another trauma I've, I've done is like any uh any woman i've ever um chased after that i was like totally about you know what i'm saying uh was i would always have to uh it, it, it was it, it seemed like it's never this you know the same you know very well could be i don't think there was love language i think it was just the, the fact that i i felt strong i felt uh stronger about them than you know than they did you know they did for me and um i waited a lot a lot of times and it like it plagues me even to this day you know um thinking that somebody's not going to be there it's almost like an abandonment issue that um that i still face um even in my uh i would say my my current love life and i i do my best to try to channel with that uh but i mean we are who we are you know what we've been through if we've seen something like you know that's similar it's going to trigger that very same feeling that we initially felt and you know we just got to do our best to um 
you know, kind of learn from that and uh, and understand the lesson in you know in such. But you know, that's my trauma. I mean, what about uh, what about you? Uh, growing up, what's uh, what's like a trauma that that, that kind of um, you know I don't know probably still bothers you or had bothered you for a while that you had to you know kind of learn from. Oh gosh, um, trying to figure out which one to say. So I think um, I think the biggest one for me would have to be I think uh, the like uh, you know people have like sibling relationships with their brothers and sisters. You're close in age. You guys are usually close together. Um, I always had like uh, I guess my brother used to kind of bully me. I want to say bully me, but he used to be kind of abusive. You know, like physical, like fists choking slamming me up against stuff things like that and uh i to this day i mean now like yeah i when i think about it like it was crazy so i'm i'm kind of you know that that affected me as i got older i guess you can say um so now it's like i don't even like nobody touching my neck i'll be like yo like (laughs) chill you know it was, you know, seeing that, dealing with that, and then, you know, having to, I, I saw him, you know, him and my father fought, like this fought back in the days, too. So I kind of, you know, um, I don't know what went wrong, or now, now as I got older, I realized um, that, you know, there's a possibility that, you know, he had some type of mental issue, I want to say. And so now, um, you know, I'm kind of careful around, you know, people, certain people, you know, um, how I act around them a little bit, you know, um, so it, it affects, like, to this day, I, I have a weird relationship with him, like, it's it's kind of strained, but I, now that I have a son, I'm like, you know, oh shit, you know, I, I hopefully I don't have to deal with the same stuff that my parents had to deal with. But that's just one of the things no, no, that I worry about. What? I mean, there's that's some things I, I mean, I, I worry about that, you know, because prior to my mom passing away, she had mentioned to me a couple weeks before, she was like, yo, if I could do things differently, I would have done it differently. And um, she at least admitted that when saying, you know, she regretted that and how everything was handled. And, um, you know, because at the time that this was going on, my parents did not, they didn't know what was going on, really, until, um, I don't remember how they found out this was all going on, but, um, you know, my brother needed a lot of help, and I think that the way that it was going about it was all, you know, I wouldn't say it was all wrong, because nobody back then, you don't know, you don't have enough information, you know, back then, you do what you can do, and you what you know, but... I kind of worry about that with my son, you know, will I have to go through the same thing? <clears throat> and how to handle situations like that, you know, anger management and things like that. Um, bipolar issues is what I think he had. Because one minute he would be cool, and the next minute he was like freaking psycho and shit. So I don't know, I, I kind of worry about that. It, it is trauma. It was traumatic for me. It was really traumatic. Now that we're older though, I mean, I ain't scared of him, you know. I'm, I'm, he's a little taller than me, but I'm bigger than him. But uh, <laughs> you know, and I felt that I was, I, I yeah, I, I got bullied a lot, and I got bullied by other people too. Like you said, teasing. It, I got teased and bullied. So 
there, you know, there's both. I got both teams, but I dealt with it on my own. I, I always felt that I couldn't go to anybody for work because I felt embarrassed, you know, that it would get worse or something like that. So I never told, you know, I would never, I would say something to my sister, but I always told her, you know, don't, don't do nothing, you know, because I'm going to be embarrassed about it or whatever. Just, just leave it be or whatever. But yeah, I got teased and bullied a lot. <laughs> and I still do. I get teased a lot. <laughs> I just had people do it to me today. So, you know, they make fun of my hearing and all that at work, but it is what it is with the young kids clowning. But yeah, I that that's one one trauma that, you know, it does affect me to this day. <clears throat> and I work that you if not my son, one of my nephews is gonna be that way, you know. And I just hope that we learn we figure out how to tackle it better. So that, you know, it doesn't happen to someone else like it happened to me, you know, getting the beat down in my life. <laughs> getting punched and kicked and all kinds of stuff, you know, for no reason. Right. Well, all right, cool. Well, uh, Magilla, man, what about what about you, bro? Uh, what's, some, what's something that's probably like, you know, fucks with you um, to this day and makes you, I want to say, like, who, who you are? You know what I'm saying? Like some, some trauma that you face. Yo, on a real, I don't like bats, yo. This nigga said bad. I got attacked by a bat. <laughs> like, if you ever been attacked by a bat, <laughs> so, yo, like my my trouble is different, y'all. I don't know, man. Like, I got attacked by a bat. <laughs> I threw a bottle of a tree, and a bat came down and beat my. And like, you know, they get rabies and all kinds of shit. That shit beat me all the way to the house. And my friends are just sitting there laughing. This motherfucker attacking me. They can't even help. So you know, I don't. I don't mess with that. Uh, what about I don't know, man. anything? Anything? You know, what I'm saying, growing up, like uh, I mean, of course, us growing up, black man. I know our folks did some shit that was, you know, looking back at it now is probably. But I look at, I look at so a lot of stuff that I got like, like I know my dad, my friends would laugh. My dad would be like, "Yo, man." Uh, you give us money. You go to work or whatever, you know, get allowance or whatever. You get money, right? And you be like, what you gonna spend it on? Like me, I was a big gamer. And I was spending on like games or I spend my money on like shoes and stuff like that. And then my dad would be like, <laughs> he'll be like, yo, you, he'll get food. Like everybody in the house would be eating food. And I'd be wondering like, why I gotta spend my money on food if they, I guess he's trying to teach me a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could get this game or you can get this food. You got money. Get your own food. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how my dad was. But I saw that as, like, so traumatic. It ain't traumatic. It just makes me tight. Like, it might not seem like that, but. That would have been traumatic for me because I like nothing. Yeah, see, you had to do. That's what it's saying. Like, my brother didn't have to decide like that. It was always, like, me. He's like, yo, you can decide you either want these shoes or this game. And they'll go get Chinese food or pizza or whatever. And I'll just be sitting there like, fuck, I'm hungry. And my boy would be like, you better eat that game. He'd <laughs> like, like, the game tastes. And he, my dad was so messed up, bro. He would give my friends food. And they'll be sitting there laughing. Like, I hope, I hope no fucking, no fucking forces were worth it. Like, it'd be so funny at shit like that. And I'm talking about the next time they go out and get food. I would still be looking like, damn, man, I'm hungry. I guess I got to eat once in the fucking house. Like, everybody else gets something special, but 
since I wanted these shoes, it's what I got to eat is these shoes. And I mean, it does stuff, but it also makes you try to find other ways to get money also, so. Yeah. yeah but, man, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would say. It's a lot of stuff, man. I like, I, I, I don't know if it's, I think, like, I learned to swim when I was younger, and I was, like, under a, a I think I was under a dock or something, and I keep having a dream about me being under a dock and I was drowning. You know, motherfuckers like swim on the docks and shit. You can swim. See, that's the point. I I don't know. Uh, I think I was like traumatized or something. Maybe you drowned. Or almost drowned. It's okay, Jeff. I don't know, man. I'm not like that, man. I don't. If it was bullying, I'm probably was the one that was doing the bullying. I guess. You do do bullying. You do bullying. That's why I talk trash to you. I refuse to get to let anyone bully me like that again. You heard that? You heard what it was? Yes, yes, you are the bully. No, I'm not. Yeah. You saw this come from somebody y'all just heard. I was talking a few minutes ago. Hey, that's how women are, though. That's the, that, 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 that's the reason why I do no, talk the way that no, I do. No, y'all heard it. Because I refuse to get, I refuse. And it's just like it's sleep deprivation. She's trying to make an excuse for it. Sleep deprivation too. Nah, nah, uh, man. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I refuse to let somebody act crazy with me I'm now. I'm going to say, I won't be no bullshit in here. I'll first. Y'all got no bullshit But he, 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 he tries to bully me, but I can take no, it. I, don't. I take it. And then I hand it right back to him. No, she don't. I throw it right back in his face. Y'all going to hear it. She knows that no, I don't. True. I don't take shit anymore. You know, that, that was y'all me. Know I don't truth. take it anymore. I don't y'all take, know the truth. Y'all don't hear her words. But I am. T- I am like, yeah, I think that's something. You know. So I don't. I don't take shit. I don't take shit from anybody. I tell you I one don't. thing, man. If you ever been, I tell you, if you ever been jumped before in your life, you cautious of setups, nigga. I've been cautious. It, it, it's it's, it's different between jump and just somebody just nah, randomly whipping your ass. Like, like, like motherfuckers. Like that damn, like, oh shit, it's like four on one. Nah, I ain't have one of those. I ain't have one of those. Or I seen people get set up. Nah. I seen that shit too. Like, you be like, hold up, man, this shit don't look right. I done seen some shit like that, so. I'm calm. That's, that's another reason I'm hella cautious, bro. You cautious? Shit, when it comes to people, I am. Just don't like people. That's all. Yeah. Well, um, but I want to thank you guys for uh, sharing your trauma with me, especially the story about the bat. Um. You you're like in that club where people have been bit by a duck. You know, like how many people can say they've been bit by a duck? Like it ain't. Like, it ain't funny, because I'm sure, like, that shit hurt, but damn, you got bit by a duck. That's like when you step on a nail and you gotta get a tetanus shot. I'm just, you know how big new motherfucking needles is? I'm just visualizing Jeff trying to fight off a Man, fight. that motherfucker beat my ass. Man, I got he shit, I got like, shit on by a bird. A I, big, uh, big nigga right in here, swinging, trying to get it. Yeah, I was young and big, man, fucking that. <laughs> Yeah, I got nobody, nobody. You know what's crazy? I thought it was a bird. I'm like, birds don't be out at night, and I can hear it, and it little squeaky shit, and it was just like scratching the fuck out my ass. It was ass. in his area, man. It was in his domain. Now I threw a damn bottle at some bushes and shit. Well, that's you, dumbass. Yeah, I got shit on by a bird. <laughs> hey, I'm you were the only one that was relentless, man. They will damn. They 
gonna scratch you and shit all the way till you get to a destination. That's when I be seeing people on YouTube like a like fucking fighting off bats with brooms and shit in their house. I be like, nigga, you need to call somebody. Cause that motherfucker scratch, you gonna have to get that big ass damn needle. Like fuck off all that. It's always some fucking white people too, no offense, but Y'all oh, like watch that out chick, for that, shit. that chick that was caught, uh, feeding that damn shark and got her arm ate off her <laughs> Look, man, if the fucking crocodile hunter could survive the waters and a stingray kill him, then your damn chances are slim. He been mm-hmm. fucking with animals his whole life, and they got his ass. Some of these people fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Fucking with a shark, man, really? And then she got the nerve to complain that her skin is all fucked. Her fingers and shit. I'm like, duh, motherfucker. You put some damn sausage links in there with a damn shark. Of course, you gonna nibble on that shit. Yeah, man. We got uh, what? One more, uh, one more thing. We're gonna, uh, well, a few more things we want to tap into, really. Um, like, why are? What are some of the common reasons some people are so guarded? And uh, I would say like relationships, whether they're involved with somebody or whether they just won't uh, allow somebody in. You know, what I mean, uh, I know for a while with me, I didn't want to feel that same pain that I felt before. So like whenever there was a, a woman uh, doing her doing her damnness, really, to try to get to, to, to try to get through to me, man, I was I was a locked door. And no matter how long she was willing to wait, I was like, you know, a deadbolt. You know what I'm saying? Nobody getting through. Um, it wouldn't go but so far. You know what I mean? And that, I think that had to do with like uh, one dealing with dealing, learning dealing with the pain and like actually recognizing it, and then um, just trying to do uh, just just being more. I'll say being more mature. You know, um, I mean a lot of shit can happen in your life that like that really do you know, like fuck you up. You know, and you just be like, nah, man, I ain't going down that route no more. I don't care. At the at some point, you're gonna put yourself before any anybody else. You know, there's only but so much of that that pain you're gonna take. You you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think unless you got kids, you should put yourself above other people. Yeah. It sounds hella selfish, but you said when having kids, put yourself above. I said unless you got kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is true. Like I say, man, nobody. Nobody gonna love you like you love yourself. Yeah. Nobody ain't gonna take care of you like you know you supposed to take care of yourself. Unless you got kids, bro. That's because someone could be here today and they be gone the fucking morrow. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's something that like my mom always told me. Like when you're in a relationship, don't don't care for someone more than you care for yourself. That kind of seems selfish, but when you think about it, like. If something was to happen to that person, or they were to leave you, or something like that, a lot of people don't know how to cope with it because they put people above themselves. So the the way to not be in that position is to not put people above yourself. Above you, really. Only people you should be putting above you is your kids. Yeah. That is fact. All right. So, Ev, why why are people so guarded in uh, relationships? In your in your uh, opinion. Past experiences, I guess. You know, past experiences make people become so You don't have to be there. They can see how their parents are. Yeah, that, I, I was getting to that. Damn it. Yeah, they, 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 their parents as well. You know, the way your parents act 
in front of you, you know, is how, you know, when you grow up and get older, you end up being like them, you know. So if, say, for example, if you grew up and your father was always, you know, uh, treating your mom like garbage, you know, pretty much like just talking down on her, you know, any kind of way or whatever, then you're going to grow up thinking that's fine and that's okay. So then you might end up doing the same thing. You know, um, or your parents never show affection when, you know, not in, they don't show, they never show it in public, but they do it behind closed doors and not around your kids. Well, you're going to, you know, grow up doing the same thing because you never saw that. You think that that's the norm, you know, to not show affection like that. So, I mean, yeah, you're right, Jeff. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a myriad. It's, it's a lot of different things that can come into play. Or you know, you can base things off your first. I've known people to base stuff off their first relationships. Maybe become so guarded and stuff that they're like, you know, I, I don't want to be this way anymore. So, you know, I don't like. I have, I've had a relative that uh, was a prom by, you know, and a black girl. And ever since then, he don't like black women because that he she didn't she I guess didn't show up or something. So ever since then, he didn't want to be with black girls. So he made sure that he. <laughs> Sad thing is, all the women he been with is some of them that treat him like shit. So I don't know why. You know what I mean? But some people are like that. They 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 start being so guarded and, and they close they close up and they don't really open up to um the people that they're with. Yeah. Yep. Or they, they keep certain things from them. Not that, you know, they might open up just a little bit, but they keep certain things from people because of past experiences of when they, they open themselves up, like, you know, just let everything all out and, you know, never again when they do that. So they're kind of careful on what, what they let people in on. All right. Jeffrey, you had anything else you wanted to add on that one? Yeah. Like she said, man, it could be a couple of shit thing. Like, like, man, uh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm careful around, like, like, I'm, I don't even want to say I'm careful around it. Let's just, I'll put it like, if you met someone and you thought they were single and you find out they're married or something, or little shit like that, like, yeah. you don't want to be nosy, but you know what I'm saying? You want to be like careful around some shit, some certain people, man. I've ran to some shiesty-ass emails before. Believe me. Well, like, the same thing, man. Like, my son, like I'll, I'll use a prime fucking example, right? My sister is a type of female back in the day. I don't know if she still do it. I gotta think she might have. My sister, D, or whatever. Go to the club and shit a lot. And, you know what I'm saying? Females go to the club and shit a lot. I'm like... I don't want a female that's always at the fucking club. You know what I'm saying? So when I met a girl that like wanted to spend time at the club, I'm like, hey, I I, I put it like this: we probably get about a month, and she I was like, she wanted to go to the club. I'm like, you know what? Uh, this ain't gonna work out because I don't want to fucking go to the club all the time. I see no reason that if you got somebody, why the fuck you always at the club? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's other shit we could do. But when I found out she wanted to go to the club, I quickly ended that shit. I was like, I ain't got no time for that. Went to the club a few times. But she didn't fucking enjoy that. Like, she's kind of pissy about it. And, like, why? And I'm like, because 
don't fuck with females that's always in a fucking club. Like, why would I want to worry about you always being in a, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between going to the club and hanging out with your friends once in a while, and but always trying to be at the club is like fucking stupid to me. There's plenty of other things you can do, like, you want a nigga to buy you drinks? That's like, why you there? That's fucking stupid. But I can't even find, like, you can say you want to dance. It's like, you want to go dance. Like, you can dance in your own fucking house. I don't see a fucking reason for to be at the club all the time. That's just me. Any people who still do that shit. That's why you don't want to go to the club with me? So I no, I'm just saying, like it's not a fucking... It's not a real reason. I, don't, I just want to. I would not rather waste my money in a fucking club that I'm not gonna fucking enjoy for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I would rather be at a movie or be doing something else than be at a fucking club. I just want to know if you can dance. That's, that's, that's just. It's a waste. It's a waste of resources. Like if I want to drink, I can go to a bar. It's way more chill. Way more fucking. I can play pool and all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I just want to see if you can dance. That ain't my cup of tea. This motherfucker. Like, you can dance. Like, uh, yeah. For me, I, I kind of, you know, like, I was dating these extra, extra, extra nice guys and come to find out. <laughs> they were extra nice. No, they were, uh, they had somebody on the side or like the married dude that was really nice. He was not nice. Nice. The, the, you know, like really overly friendly, or they had something else that I that I was just like that's not me. And you know, I was real careful on that to the point where, like, you know, I, I, I mean, I dated for a while, and I mean, all of a sudden, oh I stopped talking no, to him. You know, because I'd be like, it's it's too good to be true. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, yo, something ain't right. Or they they on to something else, and that's another reason why I'm a blatant. Like when I meet people, I'm a blatant asshole. Yeah, I was like they too nice because they hiding something. Yep. Like Mac, man, you know me, man. I'm usually a I'm usually a butthole. I, usually, like I've met females before and been straight up like mean to them. Right. You mean sometimes you're like a sour patch kid? Uh, if anything, he's probably a jelly bean. Uh, jelly, bean. <laughs> ah, jelly bean. Jelly bean is hard on the outside, soft on the inside. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, he's nice in his own special way. Yeah. Real. He's nice. He'll do something nice and then turn around and be mean. Too much nice, okay. man. You gotta use it. You gotta, you gotta balance it out. Yep. Yeah. Can't be too nice, right? Not at all, man. No. Too nice, you had To me, it's always, if you're too nice, you're hiding something. That's a brilliant yeah. concept. Huh? That's a that's a genius concept. You know what I was saying? It's too too good to be true? It usually yeah, is. Yeah. Too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. No. It usually <laughs> is. Uh, yeah. No. Alright, so, um... <laughs> Let's get uh, to the to, to the question at hand, and then we can get into the rant. Uh, what's like I want to say one game, board game from childhood that still has high playability to to you? I'm sure y'all like all can agree. Or we just talking about like game in general? Like we can you can go from Atari, you can go Nintendo, Sega, whatever. 
I'll let Ebony go first. Mm -hmm. I don't even. Word game. Well, you know, we Monopoly. Yep. Y'all still cheating? Um, I got. Who's still cheating? I'm still winning. You mean still cheating? Mean you talking yeah. people? <laughs> you still yeah. talking people out of boardwalk? And my my family won't even play with me no more, man. These niggas that been off right don't play. They don't play Scrabble. They don't play Monopoly. I'm pretty much banned from all kinds of fucking board games. These niggas need to get good. That's the that's the problem. I see. <laughs> I don't need no unions against me when I'm playing none of that. <laughs> I see it, but I yeah I would have to go with like uh, at least for me, I would say probably spades is probably the high probability game, and uh and at least for my family you know they ain't no ain't nobody ever getting tired of that shit, no one gets tired of arguing about saying you renege, talking about you got set, you know all these things that's like one of the um the things that we just we love to do. What is another, what's that game that I bought, uh, Phoenix the other day? What is that, Mousetrap? Yeah, I had Mousetrap. Yeah, I bought her, she's quiet. I bought her a Mousetrap. Yeah, I had Mousetrap. Mousetrap was cool. Yeah. the arcade game of it, the actual arcade game, like the one I used to have on the Xbox. Super Nintendo version of Turtles in Time was fire. Life yeah. was a good game. I like that one. Um, if we talking board games, and I'm talking, you know it's got to be Monopoly with me. Mono play, as I call it. Because I don't play. AKA never play with Jeffrey. Or do yeah. I'm going to get what I need. Okay. I take all, all the traps. Yeah, it's a trap. Deal with Jeff. Trap. Yeah, it is a trap with Jeff. Yeah, trap, 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 trap. Oh, this card game has got to be spades, bro. Spades? Yeah, yeah, this card game. I like dominoes. Yo, me and my mama, man, we put work in on fools. I like dominoes. Don't let me and Carla be on teams. Oh, I can't even remember when we lost. We put work in. Yeah, I'm training my uh, I'm training my lady to do it so that when we go um like back home to visit it, my family, I can't have a, <laughs> I'm like to lose the spade, so she can't work with me. I like dominoes. dominoes. What are you good at? Yeah, I'm okay at dominoes. I'm right. I think. Oh, I had a it was a a, a, a the dominoes game back in the days when I was a kid and um. My parents had this glass round table, and it was like the table to play spades and dominoes on. Like we always had like uh like parties or whatnot, or people come over to the house. Man, I remember this one time. Uh, this chick name I think her name was Smokey. 
had a domino. What's up, Craig? What's she up, Smokey? Slammed it so she it was she slammed it so damn hard the damn table shattered in pieces. No. That that domino game. She won. That's the damn. That's the I game. Ain't nobody throwing domino down that hard in my life. Yep, that's uh that's how the game goes sometimes. But that's how serious it is. That is how serious it is. You ain't a serious domino player, don't try to slam that shit down. Bet you gonna break the table with it. Yeah, that's uh, that's real, that's real, that's real rap right there, real rap. Um, so, so, uh, Suge, what's your, what's your rent for the, um, for the week? The Fourth of July. Right. Fireworks, y'all. Do the shit on the day. Fourth of July, and that's it. Not day after, not ten days, five days after the Fourth of July, five days before the damn day of, and call it it. Yeah, man, don't do this shit at twelve o'clock at night. Niggas gotta go to sleep, bro. We gotta Be sleep. Realistic. We still got work, especially since it's in the middle of the week. Niggas got PTSD, so if you just it's dead silent, and all of a sudden at midnight we hear some shit pop off, and we sleep. You know that that ain't cool, all right? Well, tell that to these Miamians. I've been hearing fireworks for the last two days. Yes. I've been hearing it for the last week. Yes, all this week, fireworks. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. They need to cut it. I got a rant. Go ahead. Fireworks. That is not you are patriotic. If you want to support us and be fucking patriotic, support the damn veterans and shit and the troops by volunteering your time. Whatever. 
should watch um if you ain't watch uh what's the shit called uh Luke Cage you should be watching that shit yes black superhero it ain't got nothing to do with it it's just a good fucking yeah it's a good show too it needs a black superhero it ain't got shit to do with it and he's a black superhero oh my god I'm done don't watch it just because he's a black superhero but everybody thinks that Oh, uh, just, uh, what? I can't yeah, you get in the show, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Well, you know, I thought I thought you know today's show was dope, man. You know, got got some things out. Therapeutic sessions always good for me. Nigga, quit cutting them off. He was just talking. What you say? I said you watch Black Lightning. Then. Yeah. You liked it, right? Yeah. Oh, you're right Phoenix? Come on. Yeah, you know, like, did you like that? Um, you know that that all white guy? But you talking about the albino? You know he's been a rap group, right? I love you, What? He looked like the nigga from Rampage, the the gorilla. No, he was in a rap group. He was in um uh Strong Law Steady Gang on oh. Strong Law Steady. I don't remember him at all. Yeah, he was like one of the members of that group. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Until they, until they said we went on, we went on the uh, Breakfast Club. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah let him do his thug thizzle. I'm glad he's doing Black Lightning. Black Lightning was cool. Charlemagne was like, "Oh, you play that part good because what you should be doing in the streets." He's like, <laughs> he's like, "Come on, man, Charlotte. Charlemagne always doing some fucking devious ass shit, ain't he?" Hey, Petty. That, nah, that nigga be like trying to get people in trouble. Like, you see the one with, um, who was it? I just watched it. What's up there? Uh, Young Buck, when he was like, you stab so and so for Drake? Yeah. He's like, yeah, when you stab uh, that person for Drake, he's like, come on, Charlamagne, man. Why you allegedly, allegedly, he was like, allegedly. I was like, this nigga here always trying to get somebody in trouble. Yeah, he, yeah, he be trying. He be trying it. <laughs> nigga, man. Like, I feel like Charlemagne shut the fuck up sometimes, bro. Yeah. Well, um, I would say, like I said, I think uh, today's show was today's show was dope. We ended on a good note, you know, talking about the uh, the high high playability games, uh, Black Lightning, uh, Charlemagne snitching, and uh, yeah, it was fun. Always have fun doing this with my family. I love them very much. Any listener know. Uh, you know, I do just about anything for uh, Magilla, Gorilla, uh, better known as Karumbe, uh, you know, uh, Sugarbug, Phoenix, uh, Logan, uh, Saber Wolf, all the whole the whole damn squad. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just how we are. We've been down for years and we're going to continue to be down for years. But uh, for uh, Sugarbug, Karumbe, and uh, Romy Mac, this is Two Cents and we out. Peace.
say Metro by T-Mobile, got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, because Metro has two lines for 80, and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Porsche, Ford GT, Ferrari, Corvette. The battle is on for the EMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship at Virginia International Raceway. Don't miss the Michelin GT Challenge, August 23rd through 25th. Tickets at VIRnow.com. That's VIRnow.com.